Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Did you know the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all of the social media outlets? Give us a like, follow, share, subscribe, or even a review if you're feeling generous. Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Hello, it's the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. It's me, Troy, joined by Jay, as always. And we're here to bring you this week's review of NXT UK uh, from the 29th of October. How are you, mate? Yes, I'm all right, mate. All right. Good oh. What an episode. Oh, oh. oh boy. Yes, mate. Um, before we do that, I haven't got any tidbits. I'm slightly unprepared, but don't worry about that. That's fine. Oh. Uh, I've, I've, I've got them Are ready, oh. willing, and gable. I just need to open the right tab. <laughs> willing and gable. The hell I am. Well, while you find those tidbits, uh, if you don't already, give us a follow on our social media. Let us know what you thought of this episode and anything else in the week of wrestling. Uh, we're on Twitter and Discord at Untitled Press Pod, and we are on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Right, let's do this. So, um, what's the day today? We'll do Halloween and we'll do the 1st of November. All right, then. Being as we're very late <laughs> on the old um, the old thing. Where the fuck's the date? There we go, date search. Very prepared. So, Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. I bet you there's not even a single Halloween havoc on Halloween. Nope. <laughs> see so birthdays first of course why am i not even surprised about this go on on halloween in 1964 the boogeyman is born (laughs) get the fuck out of course he is (laughs) of course he is um that's the only one of note um it's it's the only one worth noting yeah Say that that there is a, there is also a genocide who wrestles for NWA who's excellent. Okay, she's very good. Um, you know what? The looking at these shows, there's not really. First of all, first of all, there wasn't a WCW Halloween Havoc, which well, is that's, that's disappointing. But that's, but there okay. was a Kaiju Big Battle Electric oh Funeral. God, of course there was. <laughs> and there was only two matches according to this. In, this is this was Halloween two thousand, right? And Uchu Chu defeated Doctor Cube, and Motonaru defeated Sky Deviler. Wow! I, I, don't, I don't know me. I'm going to assume Sky Deviler is a luchador or some sort of high flyer with that name. I don't know if they're all if they're in the kaiju stuff. They're all wearing like the big shit, aren't they? Wow! Um, because you have like all the boxes. Uh, where was it? I've just seen a good one then. Talk amongst yourselves, ladies. Talk amongst yourselves. In 2012, Rev Pro. Um, oh no, no. Let's 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 not do that one. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Very problematic card. That Jesus Christ. Oh, Christ. Um, speaking of problematic cards, WWE presents Crown Jewel 2019. Oh my God. No. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready for this? So I'm never ready for Crown Jewel. <laughs> Humberto Carrillo 
one of Battle Royal I had, Akira Tozawa, Andrew Daddy, Apollo Crews, Buddy Murphy, Cedric Alexander, Drake Maverick, Eric Young, Eric Rowan, Keith Slater, Luke Harper, rest in peace, Mojo Rawley, No, no Way Jose, R-Truth, Shelton Benjamin, Sin Cara, Sunil Singh, The Brian Kendrick, Titus O'Neil and Tony Neeson. Christ, that's, um, that's a star-studded battle royale. Well, some some kind of stars. Uh, yeah, he, uh, Carrillo won that. I believe he got a match at the end of the night, or well, later in the night. Yeah, he got a US title match. Um, okay. During the match, also, R-Truth lost the 24... Oh, won the 24-7 title from Sunil Singh. Because, of course. Because, of course. Um, after this, we got Brock Lesnar defeating Cain Velasquez in a WWE title match oh in two God. minutes. This was absolutely appalling. This card's dog shit. Hang on. That Battle Royale wasn't the one where Titus slid and fell, was it? No, no. That was okay. largest Royal Rumble. Oh, okay, okay. Um, next, we've got the Blairty Dogs defeated the Lucha House Party in tag team turmoil. They also defeated Hawkins and Ryder. Um, lost to Heavy Machinery. Heavy Machinery lost to Biggie and Kofi, um, as did the B team, as did uh, Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson, FTR. And then um, they were knew they were eliminated by Gallows and Anderson. And um, Gallows and Anderson then defeated the Viking Raiders to become the best tag team in the world, I believe this was. Oh, God, it was, wasn't it? I wow. think so. Wow. I'm pretty... Wasn't that also Viking Raiders' first main roster loss? Probably. Yeah, that wasn't too long after they got called up, was it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> moving on, we've got longest streak in Saudi Arabia. Mansour defeats Cesaro. Yes, Mansour. That um, was a banger. That was a good match, that. That was a very good match. Really good. That, that's probably the only match on the card worth checking out. Yeah. Actually, no. No, the main, the main event was, was pretty fun. Um. This wasn't, though. Tyson Fury defeated Braun Strowman by count Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> that Samir's... match is only worth watching for Tyson Fury's entrance. Oh, even that was shit. <laughs> um, Samir Singh defeated R-Truth to win the um, 24-7 title. AJ Styles defended the US title against Humberto Carrillo. Natalia defeated Lacey Evans. Um... <clears throat> was that the first ever women's match in Saudi or not? Or did they have a crown jewel or something before that? That was the first ever women's match in Saudi. Yeah. 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 Um, Ali, Ricochet, Roman Reigns, Rusev and Shorty G defeated Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, King Corbin, Randy Orton, Shinsuke Nakamura and a 10-person tag. Fucking hell. And in the main event, uh, Bray Wyatt defeated... Sorry, the Fiend Bray Wyatt defeated Seth Rollins to be, in a force count anywhere match to become the new... Universal champion. Actually, that was an all right match. That was quite That's a fun really, match. The finishing that minus, was awesome. Minus the red light. That was yeah, quite a fun yeah, match. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on now to today, the 1st of November. So, when I get to the birthdays, oh, there's a lot of birthdays today. So, on this day in 1944, Bobby the Brain Heenan was born. Yes, Bobby Heenan. Um, also, on this day, in um in uh, what year is that? 1978, uh, former Gabe Tuff, Gabby Tuft is born. Okay. AKA Tyler Rex. Yeah, yeah. Um and also former ROH star Tyler Bateman was born in 1980. Not to be confused um, with Tyler Bate. 
No. Who was born in 97? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's, that's why he's finished the time of driving 97, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Christ. He's so young. It's just insane. <laughs> um, oh, I, I was in year eight in 97. Do, do, you know what, do you know what happened on Tyler Bates' first birthday, mate? What? ECW presents November to remember. <laughs> Let's go. So in the opening match, um, the the BWO, uh, Supernova and the Blue Meanie defeated Amish Roadkill and Danny Doring. Who uh, Roadkill? Amish Roadkill. Amish Roadkill. Yeah, because he was Amish. Brilliant. And was Roadkill. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tommy Rogers defeated Tracy Smothers. Uh, Lance Storm defeated Jerry Lynn, which Ooh. he went... They went 19 minutes here. That, that Ooh, sounds, like that sounds fun. Yeah, anything with Jerry Lynn or fucking Lance Storming, usually banging. I might have to go back and watch this preview. It sounds fucking banging. Yeah, um, Balls Mahoney and Masato Tanaka defeated the Dudleys. <laughs> Jake the Snake Roberts and Tommy Dreamer defeated Jack Victory and Just Incredible. Gow. Yeah. Wow. And um, RVD, Sabu, and Taz defeated the triple threat of Bam Bam Bigelow, Chris Candido, and Shane Douglas in the main Damn. event. Yeah. Sounds like a decent little show, though. That's all right, yeah. Anything Will else? And uh, what on, on that card? Yeah, no, just on that day. Any other pay-per-views worth worth noting? Well, that there is there okay. is a, an interest in their PWG one here, which oh, all right. When, when you get... when you say something like that, it makes you think it's either going to be Chikara, TNA, the bad days. Or Kaiju Big Battle. There's no TNA bad. There's not. There's not a lot to be honest. Um, yeah, let's 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 roll with that one because the other ones could could go either way. Uh, where, the fuck, where the fuck is it? In 2008, PWG presents Night One of the Battle of Los Angeles. Nice. That's, fuck me, this card. Um, <laughs> TJ Perkins defeated Chuck Taylor. Brandon nice. Bonham defeated Kenny Omega. What? Don't know who Brandon Bonham is. Let's have a look. What year was this? Two thousand and eight. Oh, okay. It was when Kenny. It was when Kenny had literally just left WWE. Oh, um, right, right, right. Nigel McGuinness defeated Austin Aries. Nice. Loki defeated Roderick Strong. Scott Lost defeated ugh, Joey Ryan. Um, yikes. <laughs> uh, Ryan Danielson defeated Davy Richards. Mm. Masato Yoshino. Defeated El Generico and Nick Jackson in a triple threat match. Fuck it out. And in the main event, Chris Hero defeated Necro Butcher. Necro Butcher. Wow. <laughs> bad. Oh, mate. That sounds all right. That sounds yeah. like an interesting card. Yeah. And um, and that, that's that's pretty much it for the tidbits. There's not really much else that happened on this day. Joyous. Short but sweet. That's what we want. Should we move on to NXT UK? Go on then. Go on then. So the show kicks off with Mark Coffey versus Rohan Raja. Um, Kofi just Kofi Coffey controls relatively early on, fairly easily. Uh, uses a lot of his strength and his power. Um, Raja starts to target the arm um, and gets sent into the ring post. Raja takes its Coffey, keeps up the pressure, continues to target the arm. Coffey manages to fight <coughs> through the pain in the arm though, regains control, gets a two uh, from a top rope bulldog. Roger responds with a pop-up powerbomb for two, uh, and then another one after a backstabber. Coffee then hits a, a leaping kick and a baseball slide for the win. It was over fairly quickly. 
Uh, Tayaman and Raja attack after the bell. So tag match later down the line, I imagine. Gallus against, uh, I'm just going to call them the eye. They are the eye, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. The eye is watching. That's it. Um, yeah, this this was all right. I'm never really too asked about anyone from Gallus and singles action. I'm not really ever too asked about them in a tag match. Um, but it's nice to see Raja no. get some 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 match time. I don't feel like I've seen him for a while in the ring. Like it might be he might have been recently and I've missed an episode or something, but no, I don't think he's wrestled since before the to- they did the tournament. Him and Tatumman did a tag match against somebody. Yeah. Um like it was like two jobbers. Okay. I think it was Andy Wilde and Dan Maloney actually. Okay. How dare you two jobbers? Yeah. Don't worry about it. That's the, that's the driller. Dan Maloney. And big hoss Andy Wilde. Big, big hoss Andy Wilde. That's it. Um, Sid Scarlett then announces the number one contenders uh, match for the Tag Team Championships, uh, which is Symbiosis, Stars and Mastiff, and Smith and Carter. Who do you see coming out of that as the winners? I think Smith and Carter should. But? But I also think Smith and Carter probably are going to dethrone pretty deadly. And it isn't time for Pretty Deadly to lose the belt yet. No. So I think maybe they'll give it to Stars and Mastiff. Interesting. I feel like it will be Stars and Mastiff because they they feel like they're putting a, quite a bit of emphasis on these guys as tag as a tag team. Yeah. Um, they've done a lot of building to them going in as a tag team. Like that's this whole Mastiff kind of mentoring Stars for a while, and they would had a few like little backstage bits and vignettes. Um, so I can see them winning it. They won't be pretty deadly because I think Mustache Mountain are going to be pretty deadly for them based on what happens. I don't later. think Mustache Mountain are going to. I, I think um, Trent or Tyler are going to turn on each other. They, More they, on that later. Yeah, <laughs> they've, definitely plant, they've been planting the seeds for a while. Like, did you watch last week's? No, I haven't watched it. I was, so I was on, away. It was when you and Tasty did it. On the Supernova sessions. Um, like they were heavily teasing that Trent's more asked about the tag titles and Tyler being the, the Heritage Cup champion. Okay. And there was there was a lot of like sort of like sort of tension between uh, Trent and Tyler. So I think that's where we're going, where they're going to split up Mustache Mountain. Right. Oh, I don't want that. Don't split them up. Tyler oh. Bates was beating up his dad. <laughs> no, you don't think Symbios should stand any kind of chance in that then? No, they're there, to, they're there to take the pin. 100% there to take the pin. Okay, fair enough. They, they've been building Smith and Carter quite, like, not not strong, but they've been they've been prote- they've been been sort of protected. Mm. Like, when they have lost in the last couple of weeks, it's been because they've, like, they've just not been the better team, essentially, and, like, but they've, like, took the other team to the limit. Mm-hmm. Oh, they had that match against Mustache Mountain a few weeks ago. Yeah, right? where like they should have won. Yeah, yeah. And looked like the it looked like they like were going to win at one point in the match. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I think Smith and Carter feel like they're building them up for something big. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. Um speaking of the tag teams, uh see Gallus backstage um after Mark Coffey's win. Um and they interrupt um What's his name? Thingy Dempsey, Charlie Dempsey again. Uh, this sure. happened the other week as well, didn't they? Kind of mid-interview and they interrupted him. Uh, yeah. I feel like we're going to get Dempsey against 
Wolfgang, probably. I think he's joining Teoman's family. Ooh. This is the second week they've teased something with with Teoman. And okay. Dempsey and Gallus as well. Last week they did the thing where Dempsey was getting interviewed about his about having a match next week. Mm-hmm. And Wolfgang and Mark Coffey just barged through and like started mouthing off to him. And then they had to pull apart with Teoman and Raja. And right. Dempsey was just sort of stood there in the background watching it all unfold. Oh, okay. But like he didn't like he didn't like move out the way. He was just stood there watching it, like taking everything in. And then they had the same like sort of thing this week where it was like him and Gallus having a bit of an exchange. Right, right, right. I, I get the impression that's where we're going with this, where they're gonna they're gonna try and get Dempsey into that like sort of faction with Taman. Mm. That'd be cool. I'd like I that. think he'd be. I think he'd be a really good fit as well. Good, fit, yeah, really good fit. And I also think it's about time that uh, Tayman and Raja had another member because it, they've teased it for ages and ages and like hey, Tayman outright said it, didn't he, the other week? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. said the family's going to grow. Yeah. Um, even so- from the initial vignettes, where even before Raja had joined. And Tayman's just sat around the table where there's loads of empty chairs. Like and we knew there's more people coming. Does everything for his family. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be a good shout. Or that is a good shout, rather. And I think it'd be a good fit. Dempsey in there. We shall see. Uh on to some uh women's action. Basically, Go on. what they're gonna try and do is have Tayman make his own ring camp. Because mm. they're all sort of like technical wrestlers anyway, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they could they could do that. They're just adding the whole like sort of Turkish mafia and Germany thing to it. Mm, yeah. Which means Tayman's going to start throwing up two sweets eventually. <laughs> uh, women's action next. Um, Myla Grace versus Amel. This is Amel's first match in a while, isn't it? She'd been off TV um, for a bit. She lost to Amelia McKenzie about a month ago. Okay. Um, yeah, Amel's awesome. We need more Amel. Yeah, definitely. I thought this was going to be a bit of a squash, to be honest. And it didn't feel like that because Grace got in a fair amount of offense. Um, yeah. She comes straight out the gate and, and takes it to her mail. Um, it gets dropped with a double stomp in the corner and then launched face first into the turnbuckle. Um, Amel hits then the swinging net breaker and Milo Grace kicks out at one. Yeah. I thought that might have been the finish, like straight away, just like, oh yeah, get it over and done with. Looking strong, kicking out a one. Then Blair Davenport comes down to watch. Um, Grace hits a Tiger faint kick in the corner and then a Tornado DDT for two. Um, And then the man eventually hits the Hope Breaker, uh, which is like a sort of spine buster for the win. Um, But considering they were making Amel look real strong here, Kind of like she had a point to prove almost. Grace got an awful lot of offense in. Um, for I think Grace match. has been signed because she post she put something up on um, on Twitter about it. Hmm. So I, I think they've actually signed her. Okay, she's pretty good. I'm not she was very not familiar with her at all, but yeah, she's impressive in this. Um, obviously, uh, Blair Davenport out there watching. I imagine Amel versus Davenport is what we're getting next. Certainly yeah. not going to go after Grace, but that should be good. That'll be stiff as fuck as well. I'll be hard. Yeah, they are solid. Um, 
sticking with women's uh, action, uh, Nina Samuels backstage with Aaliyah James. Uh, Aaliyah James is being interviewed, Nina Samuels interrupts, uh, and basically Aaliyah James doesn't want anything to do with it. Storms off. Nina Samuels does the typical thing where she kind of tries to shrug it off, style it out. Um, so again, I imagine we'll get those two in a few weeks. Uh, it feels like a while since we've seen Nina Samuels compete as well. Yeah. Um, yes, it, it, it is because she's she's just doing like these backstage bits, isn't she? I don't like I wonder if she's injured. Is this why they're they're doing these yes. backstage bits of her? She certainly could be, couldn't she? Um mm. Yeah, I mean, if, if she is, as I hope she makes a speedy recovery. But obviously, that's just speculation on our part. Yeah, um, of course, of course. But, it does seem yeah. weird though, because it they it almost felt they they were they were putting a bit of stock into her a few months ago. She was getting a fair few matches, um, and she was kind of in amongst the mix at least. Uh, a lot like Ginny. Yeah, and then she, she kind um, of drops off the radar a bit. She's definitely right when she says NXT needs more Nina. Oh, yeah. Without need, a doubt. Need way more Nina. She's brilliant. <laughs> uh, speaking of things we need more of, we need more Rampage Brown. Um, we get a backstage thing with him and Flash Morgan Webster. Webster does it. He's just going around happy slapping people. And he comes in and Brown knows exactly what he's up to and just says, don't even fucking try it. Yeah, and- <laughs> don't even do it, lad. Don't even do it, lad. And then just pins him up against the wall. Webster absolutely shits a brick and just says, if you want a fucking match, we'll have one, you prat. <laughs> Rampage is going to do an actual murder or slash. Slap the Welsh accent out of his mouth. <laughs> it's just going to be an actual he, murder. He's going to hit him so hard, he's going to think he's in quadrophenia. That's <laughs> what's going to happen. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Speaking of getting slapped hard, um, next up we get Charlie Dempsey against friend of the podcast, Danny Jones. Um, oh, yeah, this I'll is make Danny cool. Jones. Yeah, man. This is pretty cool, actually. Um, obviously, Charlie Dempsey, any match that he's in, I say any match, I've only seen him in, what, two? Two matches? This is his second or third? Uh, this was his second. Well, third, actually, but the first one he was like, Oh, wrestling. before they just rebranded like, him, yeah. Yeah, he was just like wrestling as Bailey Matthews, his real yeah. name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like anything with, with Charlie Dempsey, as we sort of are now starting to to see, um, is all, always going to be really, really technical. Um, but Danny Jones, like more than held his own in this um, mm. and really kind of like matched him for, for moves. It was impressive. Um, Dempsey hits a really impressive looking like cravat suplex early on. Um, right out of his dad's fucking playbook that fucking one fucking right it was <laughs> as I said Jones showed that he could be just as technical uh, locks in a bow and arrow submission which looked really really cool uh, Dempsey manages to get out of that um, and then interestingly and they, they picked up on it on commentary as well so Jones was trying to go for something on the leg some sort of submission and Dempsey allowed him to, to hook the leg like to, allowed him to get the leg just so he could then lock in like a submission of his own. It was easier for him to lock it in, allowing Jones to go for the leg. Um, but yeah, really, really clever sort of using that against him. Um, he locks in a standing grommet and hits, knocks that into a suplex, gets a two. Um, and then instead of finishing the match, he hits uh, a butterfly suplex and then another one. And then he floats over, turns that into like a hammerlock armbar submission. 
for the win. It's really, really impressive. Just the way he transitions between moves is absolutely seamless. And yeah, just busting out like suplexes and throws from like a hold or a submission, just like, okay, well, he's not going to tap, but I'll keep There's on. There's no waste of motion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that that phrase gets used a lot, certainly in WWE, but mm. this is absolutely a kind of um, a recognition of that. And yeah, what, like I say, really impressive. Yeah, what's really interesting about this as well is that essentially they're letting him do what Brian Danielson's trying to do in AEW at the moment. Yeah. Which is show that he doesn't need a finishing move. He can win with any Just hold he wants. Anything, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. And obviously, like that's that's like where he's he's basically adapting to the point where he, he's hit he's he's getting a submission where he can. That's it. Yeah. But it's just a brute like like it. This one was brutal because it was like a choke hammerlock, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, man. It looked fucking horrible. Not as not as bad as the Josh Morrow one where he like oh had, or touching the back of his neck. That was, that was disgusting. disgusting. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Um, He's quickly becoming one of my favourites in NXT UK. Mm. Um, I, I really it, want to see him against Timothy Thatcher. I want to see really, him against Brett Danielson. I want, Brett, yeah. I, I want to see him leave WWE and go to fucking wherever Brian Danielson is and just have them kick lumps out of each other. <laughs> Why couldn't Suzuki have come over as part of his murder tour and just face Dempsey just for a cheeky one-off? Oh, oh. Imagine that. <laughs> Um, we then get a, a little backstage bit with uh, Mako and Mackenzie working out uh, and a bit of, uh, oh no, sorry, it wasn't that. This is just like a face-off vignette between Mako and Ginny off the back of their kind of interaction. Um, yeah, and we I think we get another one. Do we get another one later on or not? No, we don't. I'm thinking of last week. Um, but yeah, this is a face-off ahead of their match anyway, like a vignette. Uh, yeah. Then we get Isla, Do- Isla Dune. Isla Dawn, put your teeth in, Troy. Uh, just doing some spooky shit. Uh, and it's, it's basically made clear that she needs one more little trinket in order to summon the Babadook. I don't know what's going on there. Who do you reckon the Babadook's going to be? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where they're going with this. I'm, it's all I'm, a bit I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to think who's in NXT UK at the moment. He's not really doing anything. <laughs> that, that could be a bit spooky. Yeah, Saxon Huxley and a fiend, and just the new fiend. <laughs> Saxon Huskus. <laughs> oh God! Did uh, you see that? Uh, Huskus the pig boy mate. mask that made. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, that looked incredible. It's a shame we didn't get that. Yeah. More on that on the news episode. <laughs> yes, boy. Yes, boy. Um, and then finally, uh, main event, Tyler Bate versus Noam Dar for the NXT UK Heritage Cup. Interestingly, I didn't realise this, Dar has never beaten Bate and Bate uh, hasn't been in a Heritage Cup match for three months. Really? That's what they said on commentary. Said three months. And now. I don't think he's defended it since he won it. That's madness. Or if he has, like... He has defended early it on and only once. against Mark Coffey. Did he? Was that a Heritage Cup match? Yeah. yeah. You sure? Yeah. Like, literally, it was like the week before they announced the tournament. Is that the, the, the bit at the end where he goes to shake hands and he slaps him or he goes to shake hands and he walks off or something? Because Gallus are out yeah. there with him. Yeah. 
I didn't think that was a Heritage Cup match. Yeah, yeah, that was a Heritage Cup, was it? Cup match. But I mean, that was a while ago. Yeah, but on commentary, they said, I'm sure they said three months. That's a madness. Which is mental. And it's disappointing, actually, because... Considering um, A-Kid, like, defended it on the reg. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it, you, you look at a lot of people on the roster and think, okay, Heritage Cup match. Like, Heritage Cup rules, it's different from anything else. Like, there's only f- a few guys on the roster that really suit that sort of match type. Tyler Bate is absolutely one of them. And for him to be the champion and not defend it for several months when he's one of the few people you'd go... I suppose he's been swatting around with the tag team division, hasn't he? I know. Look, that's that's what's frustrating, though, because you're like, well, he's either a singles guy with that or he's a tag team wrestler. And yes, whilst you can have both, like, at least, like, have him defend it. I feel like they're trying to give Tyler, like, the... um the Grand Slam in NXT UK. Mm. So you can say he's the first like NXT UK Grand Slam winner. Yeah, but it, it, it only needs to win the tag titles now. He does, yeah, but it, it it doesn't have the same shine to it when, you know, one of the titles that you had, you defended once. It Just worked to be an Ambrose with the US title, mate. Wow. Yeah. I'll have 14 months and he defend it like three times. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. He, oh, he forgot man. he fucking had it. <laughs> Kept leaving it in his fucking in his locker. I, I, I can't wait to read about that in his book. Oh mate. Oh, There's so many things I can't wait to read about in that book. Mm-hmm. Just because everything that comes out is just like fucking like spicy as a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Anyway, back to the Heritage Cup match. Uh Tyler Bate, Noam Dar. Uh first round, pretty much a feeling out process. Um both guys really cautious, neither really wanted to make a mistake. Um, and then it ends as a draw, but on the kind of the bell as that happens, Samuels brings in a hip, Shah Samuels uh, in Dar's corner brings in a hip flask, tells Dar to get his laughing gear around it, and then you see Trent Seven on the other side just being like, what's in that? And he uh, goes, yeah, it's uh, water, you mug, jog on. <laughs> I, love, I love the fact that Noah I'm like winced when he drank it as well. Like Shah's <laughs> saying it's water, but it's definitely not water. It's like water. Trent's like water. I can smell it from here. <laughs> fucking, it's fucking spicy water. That's what it is. Spicy, spicy water. Uh, second round, uh, the pace quickens quite a bit. But again, there you can really gain a clear advantage. Um, Bate goes for the helicopter spin um, uh, by raking the mouth. And then both men down each other with a clothesline. And then the round ends with both men in a, a collar and elbow, not managing to gain an advantage. Um Samuels tells Dar to use his kicks and stop the rest holds, basically. It's kind of up the pace, up the aggression a bit more. Third round, uh, Dar knocks Bate through the ropes of a drop kick and then sends him into the stairs, uh, and then he starts clutching the knee. Um, back in the ring a moment later, Dar gets up, hits an overall, an overroll and gets the first pinfall. Round four, uh, Dar comes flying out the gate, uh, attacks Bate as he's still down in the corner, sort of getting up after the, the, the bell for the start of the round. Um, goes to work on Bate's knee. Bate switches up the momentum, manages to get some offense in, goes for a standing moonsault, uh, misses. Dar rolls him up and nearly gets the second pin. Uh, Bate then turns in, it turns Dar inside out of a clothesline, hits the Tyler driver 97 and gets the second fall. Uh, fifth round. Bate goes to work and Dar's left with left and right. Uh, hits a dragon screw on Tyler off the top rope. 
Darden hits a big sliding forearm for two. Both men are absolutely exhausted and they have a, an exchange of punches and, and kicks and stuff in the middle. Uh, Trent tells Bate to go for the Birmingham as he's going up for it. Sharkles is the distraction on the outside, which allows Dar to break free and hits a spinning back elbow for a close two. Uh, and fakes going for the Nova roll and instead sweeps the leg. Goes to do the Tyler driver himself, but Bate manages to break out of that and then locks in the champagne super knee bar. Um, manages to hold off from tapping as the round ends. That was pretty cool. I love it when you see them try yeah. and nick each other's finishes. Uh, and then into the sixth round, uh, big strong exchange of strikes again to open the round. Um, Bate nails Dar with the suplex off the middle rope and then hits a dive through the ropes as Dar rolls out. Um, he then rolls out to the other side of the ring uh, and Shah Samuel sort of grabs him to kind of to comfort and make sure he's all right. And Dar comes flying through the ropes, takes them both out. Uh, Bate goes for the springboard lariat that he does. He kind of bounces off his, his shoulders on the middle rope or top rope, one of them. Uh, and then Dar manages to catch that as he comes back off the rebound into the knee bar. Bate managed to turn oh, that into a German suplex somehow, sort of rolls through and, and, and drops him backwards. Um, pretty deadly then come out and cause the distraction. Uh, Dar tries to go for the sneaky roll at victory, but Bate kicks out. Uh, Trent and Pretty Deadly then fight on the outside. They're trying to grab the towel and throw it in. And Trent manages to keep them at bay. Uh, and it looks like at one point they grab it, and I think they do. But he manages to rip it way back off them. But because he's ripped it back with so much vigour, rips it back, flies uh, out of his they, hand. They did the whole thing where, as he pulled, they let go. Yeah, that's it. So he just like he like he went flying with it and flew it into the ring. Oh, it oh mate, it was so good. So, Absolute so good. shit baggery from Pretty Deadly. So the towel flies in. And Dar has bait locked in the uh, champagne super knee bar. The ref calls for the bell, announces Dar as the winner. And Trent's face when he realizes that the towel's flown in and that's what's caused the match to be stopped. Looks absolutely heartbroken. So, yeah, Noam Dar, new Heritage Cup champion. Love to see it. What a finish, though. Oh, it was brilliant. Um, This match as well, I think, was probably their best match they've had. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so some of the stuff they were busting out, it was just like fucking hell, like where did where did this come from? Yeah. Um the round system helps though because they all it, it ups the pace, it quickens, we get we get a technical thing, we get a feeling out process, we get a bit of high flying stuff, we get some stiff strikes, we get some shit alzery. Yeah. But yeah the format really suited them. And as you say, best match these two have had really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, I can't remember what you said on who you thought was going to come out of this as the winner when this was announced a couple of weeks ago. Did you see Dar coming out as the winner? Uh, I said Dar had to, yeah. You did? Okay. Yeah, they, they can't, because it was the third time they've wrestled. I think it was the third time they've wrestled in a Heritage Cup match. Okay. Well, if I remember rightly. So by that logic, it's like they, they needed Dar to, like, there was no point in like having the match and then having Tyler just retain it against Dar. Mm. It, it it didn't. It, it seemed like they needed to kind of have Dar like beat him. Yeah, and yeah. it can get Tyler away from that. He can mm. do the mustache mountain stuff with Trent, which is what the more asked about than the Heritage Cup. Yeah, the Heritage clearly. Cup can get like the attention it deserves. Um. So yeah, all around it was like a bit of a. It was kind of it was kind of almost like a um hitting the reset button, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 
that was good but, really really enjoyable um so tyler bait goes into the tag team pitch now i guess um do you see da having a lengthy reign at the heritage cup um i wouldn't say he's gonna have a lengthy reign i think he's probably gonna hold it till the end of the year at least yeah um I don't know. I get I get the impression that we're probably going to see somebody else like win it sooner rather than later. I'd love to see Charlie Dempsey with that. Oh, that, that was made for him. Yeah, really, really was. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, Some stretching people. <laughs> what were your highs and lows from this week's episode? Uh, my high was the main event. It was excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did really enjoy that Charlie. In fact, no, fuck it, Charlie Dempsey. Charlie Dempsey yeah. was my high because that match was was so good, mm-hmm. so much like unique offense that because it's like because it's such a throwback, you forget like about stuff like that mm. until you see someone like Charlie Dempsey just busting it out. Yeah, and I I think as well with like with us having like. American Dragon Brian Danielson back. I've really grown to appreciate that style a bit a lot more than mm-hmm. I had in recent years. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, it's it's just it's just nice to see some really good technical wrestling. Definitely. What about your low? Um did I have a low? I don't think I had a low. Okay, fair enough. Um my high is gonna be that Heritage Cup match. Um, as you said. Uh, best match between these two uh, that they've had. Uh, I just really, really enjoyed the finish, and I'm pleased to see, even though it was at the expense of Tyler Bate losing it, and I think that he could have done a, a bit more with it during his time. Um, I've become a big, big fan of Noam Dar, and uh, yeah, it's nice to see him get some recognition um, with a, a championship in NXT UK. Uh, my low is going to be Mark Coffey and Rohan Raja. Just didn't really do anything for me. As I yeah, said, I'm not actually, really asked about any any member of Gallus in the, whether it be singles action or tag action. That, what's really damning about that is I'd completely forgotten that was on that card when you were asking <laughs> when you were asking me. So I'd have to I'd have to agree that's probably my low as well. Yeah. Like it wasn't it wasn't a terrible match. I'm just not really asked about coffee. And I haven't seen enough of Raja to really Yeah. I haven't really seen enough of Raja to not care, but mm-hmm. to be invested. They yeah. announce a match, and he's I'm very, like, he's very good, but he's also very like, he, he's more of like a sort of like henchman, isn't he? At the heavy moment, heavy rather than a front man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was that then. That was NXT UK. Thanks for listening, guys. Much appreciated as always. Uh, give us a shout, as I said at the top of the show on our social media on Discord and Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod or on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. We'll yes, catch boy. you next time. Yes, boy. Bye. Bye. Hello, yes, Dan Housen here. Dan Housen has been summoned. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing. <laughs>